So namaste, Anjana. Yes. Namaste and namaste everyone. It's July. Um, again, it's our Ayurveda online and I believe you already watched the video or the, listened to the audio about our uh, about Nancy sharing her story about Ayurveda. So today I'm very happy to have Anjana here. Anjana is also my classmate of the Ayurvedic Doctor program from Kelala Ayurveda. She is now living in Boston, already offering uh, Ayurvedic service like cooking classes, workshops, and also the mama therapy and also consultation. So. Um, also, Anjana used to work for insurance company before she uh, stepped into Ayurvedic field. And she's from India. So I think it will be very nice of, um, to hear her story and also to understand her journey. And of course, to receive, to receive some tips from her for anyone who would like to learn Ayurveda or even to start to work in the Ayurvedic field. Okay, so good morning, Anjana. Good morning, July. Thank you yeah. for this nice, uh, you know, introduction. <laughs> Thank you for your time as well for today to meet people in Europe and also uh, in Asia. So um, I would like to know that because as I know, usually uh, you used to work in the insurance company, especially to take care of the health insurance and life insurance. And there people usually cooperate with the modern medicine. So I would like to know a bit that how did you, what bring you to Ayurveda or even start to work with Ayurveda? So then my journey actually started uh, quite a bit, you know, different way because uh, I have a degree of in mathematics and electronics and, you know, I've been working in the corporate field for some time. And then I joined MetLife because I came to this country after marriage and uh, and then, uh, you know, working for a few years with MetLife, I kind of, you know, uh, you know, was enjoying that field and my daughter was born in Chicago and that's when, uh, you know, she came up with so many allergies and health issues that I have to really, I uh, was looking for the answers and I went to so many allopathic doctors and trying to find the answers, but, you know, everything was more symptom-based. Uh, you know, treating the symptoms and not going to the core, where is it happening? And she was going through a lot, not gaining weight and, you know, having delayed development. Uh, so that kind of, you know, make me interested in Ayurveda. I was a little bit introduced to Ayurveda through my mom. So it's like, you know, I had a little bit interest. I wanted to know about it. So I could try finding the answers. And I think Ayurveda, you know, gave me good answers for, you know, her solution so i see and i believe that to grow up with ayurveda is a little bit different compared to going to school study ayurveda so do you notice that your background helps you a lot or uh, and like it's like the study in the school like help you to um, catch up what you forget through your life experience but kind of start to reminding you what you grew up with or you think it's pretty different so, you know, I think with studying with Kerala, it gives you a structure. It gives you the proper way of learning, you know, from the start, because if you start gaining knowledge from here and there and trying to look at the internet or Google search, and you might find some answers, but it will not give you the right answer because everyone has their own stuff they're putting on the internet. And it's not actually a good resource to find the answers. So if you need to really dive deep into something, you need to actually start from basic and learn in a proper way, you know, in a streamlined way. So that's where Kerala, you know, Ayurveda can actually 
helped me because it started from the basic, you know, and I really was very happy learning it. <laughs> I see. But there are so many schools in America about Ayurveda. So what brought you to Kerala in the end? So Kerala is all about traditional knowledge and Ayurveda is coming from, you know, in the south part of India, in, uh, in India, basically the south region. It's very much traditional in the terms of they have kept the tradition alive by using the stuff and, you know, uh, all the herbs which are grown mostly because of the, you know, the weather and the climate there. Everything is very much traditional and they're very follow certain things, which is really good. They have kept that and they have saved that, you know, traditional knowledge. Otherwise, it would have been lost. And sometimes it's lost in some part of the other, uh, you know, some part of other world or India. So Kerala actually is from, you know, south part of India and that's where the traditional knowledge is coming. And that's why I was like more, uh, more interested in learning more, you know, detailed and actual traditions, what's happening. So mm. that kind of helped me with this. The school is really amazing. You know, I just, mm. I think that's, <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. I, I totally agree with you because it's like, before I start to study with Kerala Ayurveda, I used to study in Germany in a school that they taught everything in German. But I noticed that all the teaching there is a little bit oriented by the clinic experience of the founder, the Ayurvedic doctor there. It's a very good study. It's just like when I want to go deeper, I want to be more free. I want to be able to read the classical books. I want to know the reason why it happens like that, why we do things like that. And I think my study with Kalal Ayurveda actually helped me a lot with that. Yeah. And, and also, I think it's also very interesting, like once the Dr. Jay mentioned that uh, when he first entered uh, America in the Ayurvedic field, most of people talk about only the, the property, the everyone's nature, no one really talk about imbalance. And also people use them focus a lot on like essential oil and also on the gemstone, but actually, Classical wise, we have so many lovely uh, formulation or even like, just like what you mentioned to me earlier that in the beginning, when you start to over your service, you don't really suggest herbs. You suggest you focus a lot on the spices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But do you think that just to suggest the client to use spices or to work on the focus on the food or lifestyle. Do you notice that it helps or people are satisfied with that if you don't give them herbs? You know, the thing, I, one thing I have really realized, you know, after practicing for a few, you know, two, three years, I think that the people here, you know, need to change their diet and lifestyle. That's a very, very much important part even if you take the spices and herbs, and if you're not able to change your diet, that's not going to make much difference. You might see little difference, but if you really, you know, the cause, there are four inputs in our life, right? So one of them is food, you know? So food is a very important part. So what you are eating is actually causing problems. And another one is mind. Your mind has to be a very important part as well. So, and your breath is all, you know, which controls your mind. So those four inputs like water, food, breath, you know, uh, and the perception basically is all because, you know, your body is grown like that, right? So you need to really focus on food, lifestyle. If you change that, you will not need medicine much mm -hmm. because, you know, herbs and they are the supplements. They supplement things, but they are not going to, you know, 
give you the you know complete cure of the problem until you change your diet mm -hmm. so yeah that's, that's true mm -hmm. but even now you start you uh you start your doctor study doctor degree do you also still do you notice that yourself working more when you give suggestions you give more with diet focus more on diet and spices and yoga or breathing or you actually start to rely on more on the herbal formulation no i actually work on the diet first more like a trying to cut down on the things which are causing the problem so if you change the diet I also recommend them some yoga poses, yoga exercises, some pranayam breathing exercises because breathing is also very much effective. Every day you breathe, uh, you know, in a proper way. Few just seven or eight exercises every day of breathing will really change your whole thinking, your whole body. Um, and then I also do some kind of, you know, counseling with them as well because you know they sometimes they need counseling. They need to understand the system, their own body, their own self. And once they become a little bit more positive about, you know, achieving a good health, I think that really, you know, helps them. And then you can just add spices and formulation later once they change a little bit diet. And then you can just ask them to add few things. And, and if it's a really, you know, problem which really they need a symptom or a relief as well, you can add one or two things that can help them, you know, at least get some relief. So you need to work on all the you know uh, you know different ways how you can <laughs> yeah that's true i also have a feeling that now when i do consultation also i do suggest some formulation and also the treatment like panchakarma but i always tell people that in the end you need to use your diet proper diet and also fine-tune your um daily routine to maintain it because i, I keep telling them that formulation could help you but will not be part of your life so instead of that, have a good diet and also watch out and also being able to notice what is out of balance is very important. Yeah. And I think that's very nice. You mentioned about um, you also work a lot or give suggestions about yoga practice, breathing exercise. Do you think what you receive during the counselor training with Kelala Ayurveda is actually enough? Or that's more like give you a concept or more like give you a base and then you still need to go out to search for more? Well, I think, you know, Ayurveda is such a big ocean, right? Uh, I know Kerala Ayurveda is giving you some water of it, you know, in that part. But you, of course, you have to spend some your own time for self-study to gain more knowledge. And every in every field, it's like that. It's not like the school will give you the whole thing and you're you know, master of it. So to become a master, you have to find different teachers, you know, sometimes, but, you know, the basic strength of fundamentals comes from one thing, and then you can expand it. So there is no limit to gaining knowledge. So you can yeah. gain knowledge from everywhere you can. And your self-study is very much important. And you mm -hmm. have to, you know, being a healer, you need to work on yourself as well at the same time. So you work on yourself by gaining more knowledge yourself. That really helps to change your perception too, right? That is true. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also very great. One thing is that they have so many different professors in Kerala Ayurveda, and then they all have their own background, different background, like Dr. Kamiya, she is very spiritual in my eyes. And Dr. Shina just has so many knowledge about formulations. So, and that what I really love is that 
we can always ask them which classical book that they suggest on different field. And then they can give me, give us some suggestion. And when we have time or when I have time, I can go deeper on that side. Yes. Yeah. Because I've been asked for so many people that will that be really enough? Is that 600 hour enough or should I go for 1000 hour trading? Or, you know, in the end, I have a feeling that people are so much into the hours but they forgot that they need to have a good foundation. Otherwise, all those information, you wouldn't understand. If you just go for reading, you can read tons of books, but if you don't have a good mainstream or if you don't really have a good foundation, all these, just like you said in the beginning, they are just like thoughts. You couldn't connect them together. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's our thing, you know, it's like a limited thing. There's no our limit, you know, still learning mm -hmm. things. There is no limit. Yes, it's <laughs> like my hours. Yes. And if you have passion or you have interest, things will come to you so easily. And you, mm -hmm. you know, you uh, actually learn very happily with, you know, with a lot of joy. I think I feel like I'm never tired. I never feel tired when I'm studying Ayurveda. You can, you know, mm -hmm. Just wake me up in the morning and ask me to study. I'm ready to study anytime. <laughs> that was <laughs> different from yes. school. <laughs> that's true. And I think that's also very interesting that once we know the main concept, it is so easy to see Ayurveda everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is like now I'm in Norway and then in Norway they have each each area they have their own uh, traditional dishes and also they have their traditional lifestyle. And then it really makes sense when, why long time ago they cook like that. And it's like, people keep telling me that Ayurveda is about uh, Indian cooking, it's about vegetarian and all those. So I even have people in Norway kind of fight with me and say that we don't want to change to Ayurveda. In the end, I tell them that, but in your Norwegian traditional dishes, you use a lot of spices like clove and star arnis and even as those garden herbs you use them in your dishes why not just for the taste but for the digestion as well yes. yeah and then they realize ah yeah yes okay all those grandmom knowledge they need to start to look into that yeah and the the, the old countries they have old traditions and they if you just follow that that's also a part of ayurveda ayurveda is just like a natural science it's a nature yeah. science about mm -hmm. eating, right? So yeah, just tag okay. It's it's from India. It's from everywhere. It's everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I think a science, a classical science, is really like universal. You can put it in everywhere, and then you know that will work. Yeah. So, did you start to over your Ayurvedic service right after your counselor training, or you wait a bit? No, I started right away because you know the thing is first thing you need to be confident, and you need to learn more. And if you do it practically, apply your knowledge practically, then you learn more. So I started doing initially, I was a little bit more scared of you know, treating or helping people. Uh, but I was, you know, when I started this, I was more focused on diet and lifestyle recommendation uh, and more exercise kind of thing. Later, I, you know, I changed my style and I introduced more things. But initially, starting right away is a good idea. Just take a few clients, you know, don't do too much, whatever you can, or just go and talk about it, you know, just doing the workshop and giving knowledge, not even, you know, helping people, just giving knowledge about Ayurveda, what it is, 
you know, taking the spices and just telling them, okay, how are these spices do, right? Those kind of stuff, I started doing it. And I've started feeling confident about even talking in front of people too. So, you know, it has changed me. Like, you know, every year I'm like, you know, I know more, I know more, you know, and because, and I, you get confident too. I think that yes. is Yeah, that's true. It's like, instead of jump into giving one-on-one -on -one consultation immediately, we actually learn more from giving the community course or give the workshops. Yeah, yeah. and then, then every consultation becomes so educational and then you feel confidence about that and kind of knowing how to do and find the rhythm of it as well. That's true. Yeah, that is really nice. Yeah. So what's your plan for future? Now you're in the doctor training. So you want to start your clinic in the future? Yeah, so I want to really start my own center, uh, you know, with uh, everything in there. I would really would like to have my yoga, you know, in their Ayurveda and, you know, all the therapies that can be done. So like a whole complete center where a person can heal completely, you know, not every just getting the herbs or formulation. It's about healing the person from mind, body and soul. So I want like a center like that. I want to set up that. Uh, hopefully that will, you know, happen in future. <laughs> hopefully that will happen. Yes. And yeah. are you also a yoga teacher? I am not a yoga teacher, but I have learned a little bit pranayama, mm. uh, you know, so I do pranayama. I do yoga myself, you know, mm. I just, you know, do it for myself. It's not like I teach because I don't have a teaching certificate, but I'm going towards that as well. So I want to really want to do a little yoga therapy as well, because therapy, yoga therapy is also a part you can help people, you know, cure problems. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my there are a lot of things I have to learn. <laughs> That's true. And you mentioned that in the beginning, you actually cooperated with yoga centers to over the workshops and also the consultation. Do you still, um, do you continue with that kind of cooperation or now it's more separate? No, I actually, I joined a wellness center. Uh, mm -hmm. So wellness center have those massage therapists and other kind of, uh, you know, healing therapies that they provide. So I'm Ayurveda person in there. But I still go out and do talk in front of people doing all these workshops. Some are private, you know, I do it myself online because now I have my website. But initially I started with community centers or council on aging centers, you know, where old people are there. So I was a volunteer there, I'll do some classes. So all those things, you know, uh, kind of, you know, makes me, you know, I market myself through that as well. So that people mm -hmm. come to know about me. You know, once they attend my workshop, sometimes they are attracted to have a consultation with me. So I get clients mm -hmm. and they refer their friends. So that's how, you know, we can market. So mm -hmm. that's a good way of doing it. And community mm -hmm. center and all these are good places to go because they have their own brochure and newsletters, which goes out every month to, you know, whole town. So people actually open and see it, right? So they sign up for the classes. And so it's quite interesting. So mm -hmm. I even yeah. teach pranayama too. So mm -hmm. pranayama classes. <laughs> That's actually pretty good because so many people, they would like to study Ayurveda or become, take Ayurveda as their career, but they are so afraid that will that really bring, bring me enough income or will my income be enough to support my study? And so, yeah. You know, the income will come. You need to initially, everything starts, you know, when, if, if you just think when you were young, you just finish your studies, you know, you don't right away make like $100,000, right? You, you yes. start from small. 
So same with any a new field that you start with initially, it's probably you won't expect okay to pay your bills completely. But you know, it depends if you are really hardworking and if you're really good at marketing yourself and reaching out to people and you know, then you can make good money out of it. It's really good. I mean, there are so many fields in Ayurveda, you can specialize in certain topic and treat people only with certain problems and you will be well known and people will come to you, right? Yeah. Or you can just sell medicines or herbs or formulations, you can make money out of that. There's like a, a active income and there's a passive income. You can write mm -hmm. a book that can give you passive income. So there's different ways of making money in the field. <laughs> yes. So it depends upon how much time you can commit in a day and that's how you get output. I'm limited here because I have my daughter, my priority. <laughs> so I do it, but I think you can really make good income if you're really uh, motivated and you know, hardworking. Yeah, and how is your daughter now? Is, um, is the allergy situation become easier now? It is kind of, you know, it's, it's a chronic issue and it's, you know, she was born with it almost. So it will take some time to heal. She's still in a growing phase but at least I'm managing her symptoms. I have control her food, the things that she eating. Otherwise she would have gone a wrong way, you know, in her health. Yeah, so that's pretty good. This is nice. And, you know, being at home with her is also, you know, important with a you know, child you have who has so many health issues. Yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. that's pretty good. That's a very good input because it's like, here, I usually suggest like kindergarten teacher or elementary school teachers, I suggest them to study a little bit about Ayurveda or learning a little bit about Ayurveda, not really become an expert or like counselor. But if you know a little bit about Ayurveda, at least you will understand the kids better. Mm -hmm. And then you can address and or pay a little bit attention on the food or on their activities. Then you will be able to help them from there, I think. That's true. I think, yeah. you know, you need to reach out to more people. Right? And mm. it's really not that difficult. You know, you can yes. full PTOs and other organization, parents, teachers, organization where you can reach mm. out and just have a talk, simple talk about Ayurveda. You can introduce that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty great that now in America, Ayurveda is more and more well known. In Norway, it's still very new. And in Asia, um, in Asia outside India, it's still very new. But I'm kind of happy to see it start to grow. But I think, you know, being, uh, if you see yoga has been taken over all over the world, right? Yoga, people know about it. And even now the mind, they're talking about mind. Earlier, they never used to bring mind and picture, right? So if you mm -hmm. see the mindful classes or, you know, mind calming things. So even I've seen the school has introduced that in here. So my daughter's mm -hmm. school has these mind, uh, you know, mindful club kind of thing that you can do after school. So it's an hour thing and every week they do it, which is again, a very good thing. So I think, you know, if we can introduce Ayurveda with that, it will be really nice. You know, you can combine these things and, you know, help kid. And kids are very good yeah. learners, I think. Kids yes. are very good. Yes, totally agree with you. Like and now my kids- follow are... their rules. Yeah, if yes. you treat them, they follow the rules. Okay, this has to be like this, right? <laughs> yes, it's, I remember that. Now my kids, every time, because my older son seven years old now, he usually have the car seat if we are going longer driver um, drives. And then he always said, mama, you need to remember to pack final seat because I will need that. <laughs> or like every time when they have some kind of valley cramp, they say, 
I think it's time to get some fennel seed mother. Okay, <laughs> go to get it. Yeah, it's very cute. And they always remind us to take supplement like um Gritam, those kind of or like Shavan Pranash when they see all the situation things getting a little bit sensitive, like everyone starts to cough and things like that. So they yeah. say you need to take that to make yourself strong. And I think that's so cute. It's like they are learning from us, really. I know they just know what to do. Like, you know, my daughter, something something happens and she's like, give me hingoli, hingoli. So she is ready to eat hingoli when she has some grass <laughs> or some kind of you know, stomach aches. She knows what to take. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, you know, how they're just learning. That's how we learn from our parents too, because, you know, parents were doing all these things and by just looking, by seeing, you just learn. So same yeah. happens at home, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the best comment I ever received so far is from one of um, weeks ago in summer. This summer, I actually had one Indian couple came to me for Panchakama. They stay with me. And then they told me that it is so interesting, July. Everything you are saying here, everything we are doing here is just like what my grandmom used to do to me when I was younger. But back then, uh, one of them is engineering and the uh, is engineer and the other one is um, uh, the human resource manager. And then they say that, you know, but, you know, when we grew up, we think, oh, that's nonsense. You know, it's just grandma talk. But now when you explain everything, use Ayurveda to explain everything that makes sense everything is yes that of course it has to be like that so I think that's really interesting to see how Ayurveda could actually make things easy to be understood and also make life more how to say more meaningful I'll say Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. great okay so um, in the end I would like to know if you have any tips for people who would like to learn more Ayurveda or for people who like to work with Ayurveda? So there, you know, that you can take two routes. One route would be to learn for your own good health or your family health, right? So you can have a basic knowledge of Ayurveda where you just, you know, need to apply to your family, to your friends or, you know, yourself. The other thing is that you want to become a healer. Then you can go that path and really put your time and, you know, study the whole you know take the certification and do it like professionally so there are two choices you can do but you know it's not that difficult because it's like a, something just very natural it just comes to you you know as like you are living a good healthy life you know today you have any problem you go and do start working out in the gym right because you want to lose weight or something it's the same with Ayurveda you're just trying to be healthy keep your family healthy so you're putting some time to, you know, uh, you know, to learn something new. And it's like, it's a, something which is like incorporated in our living. It's not something that out of way you are going and studying. So, so that, you know, this, this is a tip. If you really, you know, what choice you want to do, what, you know, path you want to take, you can pick one of these. So make, become a professional or just you, you know, at least learn for your own family's health. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Thank you very much for today, Anjana. Thank you. And we'll see each other on Saturday then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hope everything goes well with you and your daughter. And thank you very much for the time. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Bye-bye. Bye.